feel beautiful? Do you look beautiful? Does one really affect the other? Welcome to Beauty Inside and Out with host Bonnie Bonadeo. In our show, we'll help you uncover your true self and unleash beauty that you never knew existed in order to be at your best, both inside and out. Now, here is your host, Bonnie Bonadeo. Hi, everybody. Welcome so much to Beauty Inside and Out. Um, Most of you know that I'm a coach, a speaker, an author, and all of those great things. I had a couple books that I had the opportunity to launch at the end of last year that went to best-selling status, and they were collaborative books with people. Um, So it was easy. It was easy to be a part of that process. And uh, at this point, uh, Beauty Inside and Out has just been syndicated on Spotify. So you can just type in Beauty Inside and Out and you'll be able to find us on Spotify, which is really great. Um, So we're continuing to go and grow. And one of the things that I'm focusing on this year is really helping brands, small companies, individuals, Um, service providers, and educators to be able to help build their brand. And in building their brand, it's not just talking about their product, their company, it's talking about them. Because what we all need to understand first is that if you know who you are, and then you know what you personally offer, and you know who you want to offer it to, whatever it is that you're selling becomes a natural extension of you. And that's when you can be more passionate about what you're selling, what you're offering, the services that you're doing. So I have a program that I'm launching on February 18th. It's called Brand Me. It is part online and part live with me on um, uh, a video chat and Facebook group like this. And it's, uh, it's a six-week program, four modules, two live sessions with me. And you're going to end up with one fabulous brand and it's going to be your personal brand and your messaging. And then we'll carry on throughout the year with another program that's going to be focused more on your business. But I always say the brand is, is your, it's your soul. Brand is sales with a soul, and that's what that means. Marketing is sales with a plan. It's action. So we have to be able to kind of uncover what that brand is for you first and then kind of expand it from there. So if you're interested in joining the Brand Me um, online program, you can sign up at Brand Me. Uh, or I'm sorry, I'm going to say that again, brandmerevolution.com. So you can go on to Brand Me Revolution. And that'll jump you into the system. You can find out more about it, tap into it. Now, just because my show is called Beauty Inside and Out does not mean that this is tied to beauty information. So anybody that's in business, any service provider, anybody that's an educator that's trying or speaker that's trying to expand their reach, this program is for you. It has, it has, we'll touch on beauty items, of course, because it's a great topic to be able to share when we're talking about different brands, but we also touch on a lot of other brands as well so that it's relative to you and your business. Now, speaking of passion and speaking of fabulous brands, my guest today is with us all the well. She's from Australia, but she happens to be in LA right now. And that is uh, Mary. And Mary, say your last name out loud for me, because that was one of the things I forgot. Sentafanti. Sentafante. That's a nice Italian name, right? It is, but I'm Greek, but I'm just married to an Italian. I love it. That's me too. I have a great Italian last name, but I'm not Italian. Um, I got bits and pieces right, okay. of Italian in me. Yeah, but I like that. Yeah, Thank you yeah, so much. Yeah. 
And Mary's from Davro, and that is a beautiful, vegan, clean, uh, uh, wonderful line that um, she is the director and owner of the company Davro. And then the parent company, which is uh, Dresslier? Dresslier, yes, correct. Okay, perfect. Dresslier. And they've been around for many, many, many years. So uh, please welcome our passionate Mary to the program today. Hi, everyone. Thanks, Bonnie, for having me. You bet. So, all right. So, you're, you're, you live in Australia. You're from Australia, but you happen to be over in LA. So, I always like to hear in the beginning part of the show, I always like to hear, what had you get into beauty? So, obviously, this company's been around a really long time, but you certainly haven't been around as long as the company has. So, there's a story I look here. awesome. <laughs> um, there, there is a story. There's a story. So I was um, 15 years of age and I was in um, one of my classes in high school. I was doing accounting at the time and typing. And my teacher asked me if I wanted to go for a job interview. I was 15. And I thought, gosh, I haven't really thought about, you know, what, what I'm going to do and what I'm doing. I was only in year 10, uh, year 11 high school. So I decided to go to the interview, um, went and sat this interview, had to do this typing test. So for all those millennials out there, I actually did a test on a proper typewriter. Um, some of you guys probably don't even know what that is. And also shorthand. So shorthand was a way of taking notes in um, symbol forms, I guess. So, mm-hmm. And that's what I was learning back then when I was 15. Um, so I went off to this interview, um, did the interview, did a test, and then was offered the job. And, you know, my teachers at school wanted me to stay on and they wanted me to go to university. So they, you know, called my parents in and, you know, my parents are both Greek, very, I had a very strict upbringing, but it was very interesting that they actually gave me, they let me make the decision as to whether I wanted to stay at school or go and work, which was really interesting. Um, So I thought, okay, I'm 15. Yeah, okay, I can do this. And I thought, no, I'm, I'm, I'll leave school and I'll go off and, and start this job. Um, and you know, I, it's worked out really well for me because I'll, I'll, you know, talk about, you know, my history and my story. Um, but I just want to put it out that I don't condone leaving school very early unless you've got something really good (laughs) to go to. You have some, you have some young millennials behind you there. I do. (laughs) I do. I have, I have an 18 year old who will be starting, who's just finished high school, will be starting university, um, in a couple of months. And I've still got a son who'll be in year 11 in high school. So about the same time that I left school. So he has no intentions of leaving, which is very good. So um, a good education is very, very important. So, so <laughs> look, I, I made the decision and, and left school and, and started this job, which I absolutely loved from the moment I stepped foot into that building. Um, I have to say, I just, I just loved it. And I was the telephonist at the time, the receptionist. I answered the phones. Um, and, you know, basically greeted everyone and also did some data entry at that, that particular time. But that was pred- predominantly my, my job. Yeah. Um, but I have to tell you, I just, I, I loved it. You know, and at the time we were selling um, a lot of hair care products where we, the company Dressly has been around since 1930. So, you know, next year or in 2020, we're 90 years of age. So that's, um, that's a pretty, pretty mean feat for, you know, that's for a company that, yeah. That's huge. It's pretty good, isn't it? And yeah, it's it weird to think so. that 1930 was 90 years ago. It seems like it wasn't that long ago. I know. I know. Wow. Time is flying, definitely. So, you know, so I, I was working for this company and at the time I had, um, you know, one boss who was semi-retired and had his two sons who, who managed the business together. 
and you know quite often I'd I'd talk with them and and just you know I guess I just asked questions all the time <laughs> and you know we'd we'd sit in the lunchroom and you know I'd always ask them you know if they walked in after me I'd always ask if they wanted me to leave because they would talk business all the time and you know they'd always say to me no no that's fine you can stay and so it was I, I learned a lot just by listening you know to their conversations Mm-hmm. And then it got to the point, um, got to the point where I'd be asking them questions like, "Well, what are we doing next, and how are we going to tackle this?" And, and you know, I, I wasn't a director of the company or a manager or anything, but I just was very. It was just <laughs> felt part of me. Yeah, you were very part passionate of me. about it. And um, so they tell me, they tell me things, and you know, down. Years down the track, they said to me what they loved about me most was that I was—I always talked about we and I always talked about the company like it was my own, which mm-hmm. um, there would be the irony, I guess, you know, down the track I would eventually own this company. But back then when I was 15, I had obviously no inclination of owning this company, um, just wanting to work there and, and do the best that I could. So, you know, um, you know, the company went through some, you know, a lot of ups and downs and um, you know, that was that was always tricky, you know, just watching that and also, I guess, watching them manoeuvre through all of that. And it was, um, it was, it was hard to watch sometimes because, you know, some decisions that were made possibly weren't the right ones at the time. And, you know, but you kind of like, obviously, it was their company. So they had to do what, you know, what they wanted to do. So, and they went through a bit of a split. So the two brothers actually split. And so one went off somewhere else and one stayed and continued with his company and I stayed with him. So I eventually like moved up through the ranks and, you know, started being involved in a lot of different things. So, um, you know, more with our creditors and our debtors and then moving into, you know, things like marketing a little bit and, you know, that was all, you know, I was, a lot of that was all self-taught and, you know, I did have some great people when I started there that kind of took me under their wing a little bit and I think that helped me a lot as well. Mm-hmm. So it gave me the yeah. confidence, I think. So that's how we yeah. got degrees back in the day through mentorships. Exactly. Exactly right. And you, and I, you just don't get that now, you know, mm-hmm. it's, um, it's, it's very, it's all very structured and, you know, if you want to have a mentor, there's a mentor program and things like that. Yeah, back then it was very much, you know, you went to this company and if you had the initiative yourself mm-hmm. and the excitement and the passion, then, you know, people invested time in you yeah. and it wasn't part of any program. It was just that, yeah, this girl's really good. Let's just, let's teach her as much as we can. So yeah. and you, you're you right, Bonnie, exactly like it right. Was, uh, Companies back in the day, they it, you felt like you were part of the family. You know? Oh yeah, for sure. It was very it sure. was very intimate in the in the environment of being able to work and share and you know and and really connect with people on a different level. And it wasn't about what degree you had for what department. You know, I mean, if they needed you yes. in marketing, you go to marketing. If they needed you yes. in sales, you go to sales. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, that's what it was like. And I think that was the, the best, that, that actually worked out really well for me because it um, showed me a lot of different parts of the business. And I think that's where you start to grow a lot more and start to realize there's so many things out there that you can be doing. And um, yeah, look, I just loved it. I loved it. I, I, I It was the, the best decision I ever made. Have you um, been so there then, since parents- you were 15? I have. 
Oh my gosh, that's so incredible. I have. But, you know, it got to the stage where I'd been there for about, um, it was about 20 odd years. I think it was about 21 years, something like that. And I was ready to have my second child. So Sophia, who's my first daughter, she was um, two years of age and I was ready to have um, Michael, my, my second child. And, you know, I went to my boss and I said to him, look, you know, I think it's time for me to go. It's been awesome. It's been fantastic. But, you know, I, I just want to raise my babies now, you know. And, you know, he said to me, look, that's cool. That's fine. But, you know, you've always got a job here. And, you know, I said to him, that's fantastic. Um, but I think it's time to to spend time with, with the family and, and my little one because at that time my mum and my sister were looking after Sophia. So I thought, um, you know, Mike was coming along now, so, you know, I'll, I'll take some time out and, and be a mum. And, you know, he came to see me when I had Michael in hospital and, you know, he wasn't well at the time and I remember asking him, you know, are you okay? And he said, I've just got a little bit of a um, chest infection um, but, you know, his daughter rang me uh, four weeks later and, and told me that he had cancer. He had mm-hmm. lung cancer. Um, so, you know, I, I went back to work at that stage. So, you know, my mum and sister started looking after Sophia and Michael again for me. And, yeah, I went back and he was pretty much gone um, eight months later. I think 10 months later, actually, after he was diagnosed. So it was very, very quick, very, very quick. And, you know, he left the company to his, um, he had three children, but he left the company to two kids who were 30 and 20 at the time and had come straight out of school and had gone into the business, but really weren't prepared for it. Um, so they asked me to, you know, and I remember at the time that the business had suffered a little bit, you know, especially through that, um, that, that period of time when my boss was ill. So, you know, we actually had a meeting with the accountant and the accountant said to him, you know, perhaps you should close this company down. You're third generation now. No one's going to say anything to you. You just say it's, it's not what you want. But they wanted to keep going. And I thought, okay, so I've, I, they asked me to stay, which I had said to David just before he passed away that I would look out for their kid, for his kids, even though they were 30 and 20. I'd known these kids really since they were babies. Yeah. So they were part of, I was part of their, their family, I guess. So stayed on, um, worked full time and, you know, but they wanted to do things their way, which was really hard. But I had to, because I thought I'm giving up time with my kids working in a company that I've got no say in really. Mm. Um, but you know, I, I kind of felt like I owed it to them a little bit, you know, so, and, and definitely to David. So, so I stayed on with, with them for about, you know, three, four years. And then they came to me and they said, look, we, we, they had no, they had no capital. They had no, no money. There was no equity in anything that they had. Um, so I asked if I would be interested in perhaps, you know, investing in, in the business. So, at that time, um, you know, I spoke to John, who was working for another company at the time, and he took uh, some long service leave off, some extended leave from his his work, and came to work um, at Dreslia. And we basically tried to work out: a could we um, could we save the company? Could we save this company? Um, and also, like I said to you before, Bonnie, whether we could a work together. And, you know, as mm-hmm. well as living together, raising kids, all that kind of stuff. So, you know, look, we, we made the decision that this company had been around for too long. It was manufacturing products that employed people and we just felt like it was wrong to shut it down 
and that we would put a bit of money into it and a lot of time, a lot of blood, sweat and tears to see if we could turn it around and make this thing work. So that was the decision. So my mum and sister still kept looking after my kids um, and I must say did a wonderful, wonderful job. And, you know, I did, I did suffer that whole money yeah. guilt thing and all that kind of stuff um, and it was extremely hard. It was really hard. But, you know, we made, we made that decision so we were going to put, you know, 110% effort into it but we needed to do something a little bit different. So Davro, the product, was already being manufactured at that time but we needed to do something different with it. So that's when I went to, um, you know, went to the chemist and said, okay, I want to make this product sulfate-free, paraben, petro, and while we're at it, let's go, let's go vegan. We're always cruelty-free in the sense that we never test it on animals. So we always mm -hmm. test our products on ourselves first or I'll always test a product first before it goes out to my team and before it goes out into salons for in-salon testing. So, you know, we made that decision and... You know, you look back on it now and, you know, back then people thought we were crazy. You know, why are you doing that for? The shampoos aren't going to work. They're not going to lather. You know, when you take everything out, what's left? And, you know, it was, it was crazy to think that people were even still thinking like that back then, you know, especially when that, you know, things were turning. You know, people were watching what they were eating. They were watching yeah. what they were putting on their skin, what, you know, what are we putting inside us? And I thought, well, why is hair any different? Why shouldn't we be, you know, using products that are, you know, low irritant and natural and plant-based? And, you know, it, we, I, I had, we had to sell that. You know, it's, it sounds weird now, you know, 12 years down the track, but all those years ago we had to, we had to convince people that this was the way to go. And tell you what, those first five years were extremely hard and, you know, a lot of sleepless nights and a lot of wondering what have we done. And, <laughs> but That's the life of but, an entrepreneur, right? <laughs> oh, gosh. You know, it was, I, I just, you know, I guess you, you come up with these ideas and you think this is what people want. And, yeah. But, you know, back then it wasn't what people wanted because I guess they they, there was. They didn't know that, yet. They hadn't. They didn't know yet and that although they were watching what they were eating and exercising and all that was important to them, it hadn't just reached that next phase which was, um, you know, for a lot of people, skin and for most people, hair. So, you know, that was, um, that was the thing for us. So there was a couple of things. We needed to do something different with the brand because what we were currently doing wasn't working and, the decision to to do that with the products was, I guess, when you're a mum, you kind of like um, you you are concerned about what you're putting, you know, washing your yeah, kids absolutely. with, your babies with, and yeah. So, and you hear so many stories, you know. You you know, there was a whole there was that whole scare. You know, I still think it was a, a lot of scaremongering with the um, sodium lauryl sulfate and you know being carcinogens and things like that. And you know, it's there's there's studies and there aren't studies and someone counteracts something. And But the fact of the matter is, is that SLS, um, you know, does scratch the hair. So for someone who's, you know, had, who's spent, you know, $300 on their colour and their bleaching and, you know, their processing to use a product with SLS in it, you know, potentially, you know, scratches the hair and does more damage. So it's about, it's about a whole thing. It's about, you know, trying to do as much as you can for the environment, trying to do as much, you know, to 
provide a product that's as natural and plant-based as possible. So um, yeah, that was I, kind of. I can see that the line is beautiful. It smells fresh. It, it feels good. Um, and I know we're going to talk about product uh uh, and the different products in your line and some of your favorites and some of the, the consumers' favorites out there um, <clears throat> when we get into the next segment. But I'm more curious as to how come you happen to be in L.A. and not in Australia? I was really excited about the whole, like, I'm airing a radio show that's in two different days at the same time. <laughs> Sorry to disappoint. <laughs> um, <laughs> We do look. We try and get. Um, we do come to the US um, a couple of times a year. We're here in particular at the moment for uh, an event called um, G'day USA, and G'day USA is an Australian government initiative um, that works with the American government here, and it's basically fostering trade relations with with you know people wanting to do business, Australian companies wanting to do business here. So. You know, one of the events in particular that we're a sponsor of is the um, is the gala dinner, which is Saturday night. So, you know, there'll be um, there's a lot of Australian talent there. You know, there's usually actually John Travolta is usually there because he's a Qantas ambassador. So Qantas is the official sponsor of the G'day USA. So, you know, we always there always seems to be a, a wonderful mix of Australian and US entertainers and, and actors and you know, I think it's just great that it fosters that relationship. Yeah, well, there's and a lot we of, just wanted to be of really part of that. Popular Australians here. Oh well, but like we we're saying, there's yeah, a lot of Aussies doing a lot of things, and a lot of Australian companies that people may not even heard of that you know are, are doing wonderful things in the, here in the US. So a lot of you know food, and you know there's a lot of chefs here, you know singers, actors, but there's a lot of companies doing a lot of things here, and and I think that's very important to you know. Where um, you know where where good mates the Americans and, and the Australians, mm-hmm. so I think it's um, it's good to to foster that that relationship. So for us, that's what we're doing here at the moment. So we've had a couple of you know down days where we've you know spent some time with you know with the kids. So they're here with us as well. I say kids, but they're eighteen and sixteen, so they're, <laughs> they're nearly adults kids. themselves now. I, well, I still, I still yeah, call my kid child. <laughs> There, there you go. There you go. Yeah. So, um, so you know, so we're we're here for that, and we've got another function tomorrow night, which is, um, I think, at the Taste Made Studios. So we've got an Australian chef and an American chef going head to head tomorrow night. So that's a bit of fun. Um, and there's a um, a movie festival on on the Sunday as well. But there's a host of events that happen throughout the whole year in different parts of the US as well. So in Texas, in um, Florida, in New York, and um, so yeah, it's it's just a really good way of I guess banging the Australian drum and um, you know telling telling people that we're here and you know we love this country and we love doing business with uh, with with you guys. So yeah, it's yeah. it's a good event and this is our first year. So. We'll be. I've got a bit. Um, I've got a team here. Um, you know, my creative director. I've got. Uh, you know, a couple of great creative directors. Um, some are based in Australia. You know, I've got uh, someone in New Zealand. You know, I've got someone in Europe, and I've got someone based here in LA. And um, and that's uh, a gentleman by the name of Ricardo Farisi. And you know, he'll be heading the team tomorrow. Who will be doing the hair for, for some of the guests and the honorees. So you know, it's nice. um, and it's always it's also a way for us to get some product across to to a lot of the people that will be there. And um, you know, it's just a, um, I know that when a lot of people try our product, they they come back for it, they love it, 
and you know I'm very very proud of it so very proud of what we're achieving so um yeah, and we and we usually come here for um, New York Fashion Week in September as well. We usually bring a, ch- a team over, and um, we do uh, the hair for a couple of different shows here. So, yeah, it's good. Nice. It's exciting. Can you come to the the one in yeah. February or the September for New York Fashion Week. We come to we come to September. Okay, we come to September. So yeah, yeah. Perfect. So it's a little yeah. bit nicer weather. Yeah, well, you can choose the weather, Bonnie. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I would say September's much better than February in New York because, you know, then you're also yes. your best time of year um, in Australia because you guys get summertime going on. Well, I got to tell you that all the Australian friends that I have are the most wonderful people. Um, and they're, and, and, and I really, there really is a great relationship between, I think, the USA and Australia across the board. Look, there is. There is and, you know, we, we visit this country a lot, you know, I always have a lot of people say to me, you know, oh, it's so long to come here and, you know, because we always say, well, why don't you come to Australia, visit Australia, it's beautiful. And everyone's like, oh, it's like 14 hours or, you know, 20 hours if you're in New York. And um, But, you know, we uh, sometimes I don't think we think twice about that. We just will jump on a plane and we'll come yeah. across and, you know, and, and we just love it. So, But you're right, it's summer there at the moment and where the, the city that I come from, I think we reached... I think it was about 115. Oh, that's Fahrenheit. hot for you guys. Are you in? That's you very in hot. Sydney or Melbourne? We're in Adelaide. And where's that? So it's just uh, so it's next to Melbourne. Okay, perfect. Yeah, because say that's what, yeah. that's, a, that's a good warm day for you. <laughs> oh, that was uh, yeah. I mean, we've been getting we've been getting messages from everyone over, you know back home just saying how hot it is, and you know that's that's crazy. That's crazy stuff. So, well, that yeah. you know, I'm from Phoenix, Arizona, so that's that's what I'm used to. I and then I there moved you here, go. I moved here to Atlanta, and I'm freezing. I'm freezing all the time. I have like my heat like blaring right now. It's cold here all the time, but. Yeah, um, no, give me the heat anytime. The heat any day. Perfect. Well, yeah. we've got a couple more minutes, Mary, before we're going to take a break. So I, yeah. I know you're, you're, you're here for an exciting event and a lot of Australian connections happening here. So when, when, we, when you talked about the line being vegan and natural, and we'll do a short synopsis of this and then go into it in more detail when we come back. But, you know, the vegan is obviously, we all know what that means. There's no animal byproducts or products or, you know, anything related to animals in regards to that. And the other part of the line that you talk about is natural and Australian made. So you're literally manufacturing these products in Australia. Yes. Um, And then where, and then when you reference natural, how do you define natural for your product line? Um, So things that, um, so you will use like, um, you know, plant-based um, ingredients and extracts and you know there's some things that you know um, some things are better in a synthetic form yeah. unfortunately but yeah. but they are and you know it's that's why we, we you know we make sure that we try you know people understand that we're not an organic product it's not a hundred percent organic and um, it's probably a 98 percent product where, you know, there's that 2% of a synthetic um, in there because in some cases, like we said, it's okay to do that and that particular product will work better in that yeah, form it's, rather than its natural form. Right, because because it's also about performance too. So how many, of, how of many course. products are, how many different products do you have in the line? We're up to about 39 different products. Yeah, so, they, there's, so there's the majority of those. 
Yeah, there's got to be a lot of different outcomes and effects based on performance on that. So, but if you can be as natural as you can, and 98% is pretty, pretty high under that natural qualification umbrella, um, and still have products that perform, that's fantastic. So we are going to go to a break right now, everybody. So I know you're watching on Facebook, so don't go anywhere because we stay live on Facebook during this uh, short break. And um, I just also want to remind everybody, too, that if you're not following me on my social media accounts, I would love for you to tap into my social media accounts and help me grow and continue to keep the show alive well after the show ends. And so you can find me at Beauty Inside and Out Show on both Facebook and Instagram and Beauty Inside In and Out, sorry. Beauty in and out on Twitter. And of course, on my LinkedIn or even my personal page, you can track me down at Bonnie Bonadeo. So click on there, like my pages, jump into some of my groups, participate, and then let me know what you'd like to hear on the show because we have a lot of great things lined up uh, for 2019. But I'm always interested in what you'd like to hear and maybe you'd even like to be a guest. So message me there. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Are you looking to uncover your authentic self? Looking to improve your communication, selling, or public speaking skills? Discover Naked Audience Productions trainings on public speaking, leadership, sales, and healing. Mastering the art of authentic communications can change your life in many ways. From promotions to profits to enhancing any relationship, whether it's business or personal, finding and speaking your naked truth is a beautiful thing. Visit www.napevents.com or call 877-319-2403. That's napevents.com or 877-319-2403. Are you ready for a disaster? If you are like many people in the world, that answer may sadly be no. Disasters happen unexpectedly to people just like you every day. Tune into Preparing for the Unexpected with business continuity and disaster planning expert, Alex Bullock. The show will not only help you better prepare for a disaster itself, but also to prepare you, your place of employment, and community for the aftermath, emotionally, financially, and with a better level of awareness and a stronger feeling of resiliency. Tune in Thursdays at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Do you understand your feline friends as well as you'd like? Why do they behave the way they do? If behavior issues get out of hand, how do you fix things? Get the answers and more when you listen to Cat Talk Radio with host Molly DeVos. We'll give you the straight facts, offer some tried and tested ideas, and alert you as to what's being done in this country and worldwide to save cats and shelter challenges. Cat Talk Radio, every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. 
stimulating talk. It gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Beauty Inside and Out with Bonnie Bonadeo. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com. That's bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com. Now back to Beauty Inside and Out. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Beauty Inside and Out. So my guest here is Mary... I'm going to say it right. Hold on. I'm going to look at it. Sentafonti. Oh, good girl. Yes, uh, yes, it's not as hard as it looks, but I don't have my glasses no. on today, so it's a lot harder <laughs> to see it. Yeah. And, you know, Mary's the director and owner of a company called Davro Hair Wellness, and they're based out of Australia. And they've really focused in on being 100% vegan, natural, and, of course, Australian-made. And we talked about our relationship uh, with the USA and Australia uh, in our first segment But the interesting thing about this company is not so much that the products are great and two of my favorite products are in spray form that I love, um, but that Mary started at this company at 15 years of age, just kind of working in a a data capacity like we all started out at that point in time and eventually became to own the company. So her passion, her commitment, um, sacrifice of time with her family, it was all there. But today... um, the company's doing really well and is one of the first companies to be able to go kind of vegan and sulfate free in Australia and is uh, the, the parent company is going to be 90 years old this year. So you have uh, you have big shoes to fill and it seems like you're filling them really well because I got to tell you, I, I've, I really like the line. Um, I, I had uh, one episode in, I think it was like October Um, where I ended up having uh, some reaction to something. And of course, I didn't know what it was. So I had to Mm. stop using everything and then add things back into. But I got to tell you, the two things that I was so glad to add back into are the the sea salt spray and the volumizing spray. So I'm a big fan. I love those products because I'm a big fan of, of having being able to spray something in my hair, but still have it be manageable and not sticky. Yes. And a lot of times those kind of products are really sticky. Um, And, you know, and so if I get a chance to wear my hair kind of in more of a natural approach like this and not have to blow dry it out, I'm good. And it doesn't feel sticky. Uh, The blow dry spray is one of my favorites, but of course the line has 39 different products as you shared. And we're going to talk about some of the other ones too here. Yeah. Um, But 39 products, you have an array of shampoos, conditioners, styling and finishing products that um, meet anybody's needs. Pretty much. Yeah. 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 Pretty much. So, um, so when we, when we, um, decided to you know add to the range it was it's important that there's a range of shampoos that you know everyone can use Mm -hmm. and the first thing that we would always say to someone is you know and it's important for your shampoos and conditioners to be um intermixable okay so for instance you know let's take for for example um volume shampoo and conditioner so our volumizing conditioner is is a very, very lightweight conditioner for people who have got fine and sparse hair. And there's a lot of people who, who 
have that fine mm -hmm. hair and they don't have a lot of it. Um, yet the shampoo is a volumizing shampoo. So someone with fine and sparse hair can use it. Someone with fine and medium hair can use it. Whereas the conditioner is more uh, uh, is a shampoo for someone who's got that fine sparse hair. And I think that's very important to to acknowledge that for those people because the last thing you want to do is add a heavy conditioner onto hair that's already fine and limp. Um, yeah. But, you know, someone who has got that slight, has got fine hair but a lot more of it can use something like the colour conditioner or the moisture conditioner. So all those shampoos and conditioners can be intermixable and I think that's first and foremost so important in a range because then you, that's where you can start to customise those products for yourself or for your client if you're selling your products in these yeah. products in a salon. So, you know, we've got the six shampoos, six conditioners, um, colour, volume, moisture, smooth and blonde, um, but they all contain colour protecting agents. So the colour shampoo just gives you that little bit extra, but in whole, the whole shampoos, all the shampoos, conditioners and treatments have got colour protection in them. And we would always say to someone, what's your first concern? When you're um, recommending a shampoo or a product, what is the first concern? So if the concern is that you've got very dry, thick hair, then perhaps you should be using a moisturising shampoo, mm -hmm. um, even though it's coloured because it'll still have colour protection in it. If your hair is fine, you'd go for the volumizing like we spoke about. If your hair is just that, um, you know, you've got normal to medium hair that's colored, you use the colored. But if you don't color your hair and you've got normal to medium hair, that's the shampoo that you would that you would use, especially if it's not dry or it doesn't need volumizing. So, yeah. um, and, then, and then smoothing is for those people that have got that really thick, lush curls, um, It'll just give curl definition and it smooths the cuticle that can sometimes be a lot rough than um, someone who's got uh, fine to normal hair. So, you know, it's about working out what is the first primary concern for you to be able to choose your particular shampoo and conditioner. Well, one of, the, one of the products that I, that I used coming back off of having that reaction to something mm. in it, and it had to be. Did you, know, you ever work out what it was? Well, it you know, they really think, I, I think that it was a particular product that okay. I was using because it was okay. on my scalp, my face, my neck, and my hands. So that just led uh, me to see it was something I was putting in my hands and putting on my hair. So yes. it, was, it was a product that was, uh, and I had been using it, um, like, you know, I'll use something until it's gone. You know, I don't like having 5,000 different things in my shower. It's too many choices. And I cannot read any of the packaging <laughs> yes. at this point without having big goggles on in the shower. Yes. So um, I try to keep it really simple and I line them up so I know that's the shampoo, that's the conditioner, or that's the treatment type of thing so I can keep things very organized in my shower. But one of the product lines that I did go back into was the Scalp Remedy when once yes. I kind of like – that was the one that I started because I had – I was very sensitive, like just to touch mm. my scalp was sensitive. And so um, I thought that would be a good one to start with. And I didn't feel as though my color treated hair was at all at risk. No. I feel very, no. very, very gentle. That product, our scalp remedy, and, and John always likes to talk about this. John's my husband and, and business partner. 
John always loves to talk about this product because, you know, it's a product that a lot of us don't talk about because it's not glamorous to have a scalp problem. No. It's not glamorous <laughs> to have dandruff. No one wants to talk about those things. But we but all wear black. This, so if we have dandruff, I know. We have to do something. <laughs> I know. And, you know, this product is the one that we always say it just flies under the radar. It always features in our top three to five out of the whole range. And it's the product that we get the most um, people writing in about. It's the most feedback. Oh, it's yeah. the most reviews. It's the, it's the one that people will send us and say, I've used everything under the sun and it's not until I've used this product that it really helped me. And, you know, it just kind of, I don't know, it just I'm just trying to think of the word now, but it, you just kind of think this is the product that you think, okay, this is what we're doing and this is, um, what's helping people out there and you know I just I always talk about this particular this particular mum who sent in an email and she had a, a daughter who was a special needs child she had very bad psoriasis on her scalp she was I think about seven or eight years of age um, and hated having a bath and hated having her hair washed and the mother had been using our product for six months and she was writing in to thank us because it had helped her daughter she now loved going for a bath. Um, everything was just had mellowed on her um, on her scalp, and she was just thanking us. And she she just couldn't thank us enough. And you know, oh, as a mum, I'm as a mum, I'm in tears because I think, okay, I'm thinking about this poor woman who's going through what she's going through with a special needs child, and you know, you kind of think, okay, we're only making shampoo, we're making shampoo and conditioner, guys, you know, but we you know, we're not changing the world but in this instance we've changed, we changed this one this, person. this we've changed this lady and um and i know we've done that with a lot of other people so this product the one that, and i'm so glad that you mentioned it because yeah it, it was, is awesome yeah, yeah because fantastic. when i started to have scalp sensitivities um and not realizing because that's where it kind of started you know it started mm. out like dandruff because there was because I was actually having reaction on my scalp and then my scalp was was getting very dry and, and irritated um, and you know I mean listen then we, we what we do is we go to the drugstore and we buy the typical you know dandruff shampoo and even though you call your products anti-dandruff I felt that they were just incredibly gentle and the the uh, the deep clarifying one um, yeah. was soothing it was actually soothing on my yeah, I noticed a big difference when I used something that didn't that had um, you know artificial fragrances that my scalp would be far more sensitive because it was literally mm. breaking out at this point. Mm. Um, yeah, and my hands, my neck, everything. Um, I was completely inflamed. Yeah. No. Look. Uh, you know the 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 scalp remedy product doesn't include zinc and doesn't include coal. Two big ingredients that they typically put in those other products. Correct. We don't use it in those products. And just to mention with the Clarify, um, because it's important, clarifying shampoo is a deep cleansing shampoo. So it's a product that you use to remove hairspray buildup or um, styling products that have got petrochemicals in them. And you know, a long time ago I um, colored my hair red. And it was a very, very bright red, Bonnie. <laughs> I did that and once too. Myself, oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> once. my God. I don't know if I can live with this. Yeah. And, and if anyone understands color out there, it was a level six and it was a, um, a six reflect with a six second reflect. So that it was is red. vibrant. 
And I thought to myself, okay, <laughs> I'm going to use the clarifying shampoo. I'm sure this is, even though I know that it doesn't remove colour, I know it doesn't remove colour because it's 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 a, it's a natural product. And um, I thought, no, nah, I'm, I'm going to give it a go. Anyway, I started using it and, like, there's absolutely no red coming out in the water. And I thought, <laughs> okay. I knew this was going to happen. When we want it to come out, it doesn't. Just, correct, <laughs> yeah. So, so even the Clarify is for um, a lot of your listeners out there and people following on Facebook, the Clarify is a very gentle cleanser. So it's it's actually an amazing product. So, yeah, another one that you've just raised, Bonnie. So thank you very much. Yeah, I, I yeah. really I really enjoyed those products. And, and you know, it, it was new to me to have s- such a severe reaction. And mm. now, mind you, I color my hair and... You know, I do things, I cut, I blow dry it, I put round brushes in it and all of that I had to like stop because mm. it was far too sensitive. Fortunately, I was able to get it cleared up and then of course I made sure that the products that were in my shower were the ones that were, um, that I was less sensitive to. And, you know, I think, Good. I think that's what's happening for consumers nowadays more and more is, you know, we're, we're getting exposed to more chemicals, we're eating more chemicals. Um, and our bodies are starting to react in a little bit of a different way. So the more natural products we can apply topically mm. and the more natural yeah. we can eat organically internally, um, the more healthy we can be. Yeah. And sometimes when that balance is just slightly off, it's, it's a, the, the reactions are pretty severe to some people. Yeah, it's a fine line. And, you know, there's, there's so many times we hear it's, it's not unusual for people to say, I've been coloring my hair for 20 or 30 years. I've never had a reaction. They've gone into the salon, had the same color applied, and they've reacted. And it sometimes that just happens as well. And you're right; yeah. it is about what everything we're consuming, and it's just that shift, and that's what happens. Well, and they're you know, and they're also yeah. finding um, a, a few more you know uh, statistics to uh, women in that hormone balance. That, yeah, that there's a lot more sensitivity. So when you can use a really great gentle soothing, you know, safe, vegan, natural line, it just feels better. It makes me feel better doing that. Correct. Yeah. I, and I really do think that consumers are getting so much more savvy. They want to know the answers. And, and it was interesting, Mary, because I had a, last week I had a gentleman who has a skincare line um, and he was, he was kind of, he had a, he had a chemistry background. Um, he wasn't mm. the chemist of his own line. He wouldn't make that claim yeah. at all. Uh, he had a, a, a chemist within his organization, but he was very well educated on it. And, you know, I learned a lot actually just in regards to some of the ingredients and, you know, why can't we just call the ingredients what they are, you know, like certain natural things, but there is an index of having to call them based on, you know, a, a chemical chart. Um, yeah, the inky name. Uh, yeah, the inky names. And so mm. it was really interesting. So I, I think that when lines like yours really do promote on the top end, like your brand message is that you're vegan, natural, and um, Australian made um, with color protection in there, then yeah. that's what consumers are looking for. And so we want mm. to make sure that those are the products that, that, especially my listeners, these are the ones we want you to find and start using. Yeah, yeah. And, and recycle you know, and too while you're at it's it. It's tricky. <laughs> it's tricky because like like he would have been saying to you, like, you know, with those inky names and um, what products have to kind of be called, they sometimes they're a little bit deceiving as well, you it know. Is so very deceiving. Um, because a lot of a lot of products 
you know, a lot of ingredients might contain alcohol in, in the name, but it's not actually an alcohol. Like product. a drying it's, alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not that at all. So, um, you know, so sodium steryl alcohol is a conditioning agent. Yeah, when you look at it, you'll think, oh, my God, that sounds like it's, it's got alcohol in it, so it's going to be drying on the hair. So, yeah, that's always tricky to navigate through. So, yeah. yeah. And I, but, and you I, know, a lot of, yeah, so, um, you know our, a lot of styling products will have alcohol in them, um, whereas our styling products don't, al- don't have alcohol apart from two products, which are, you know, your aerosol hairspray and your non-aerosol hairspray. So, Right. You know, that's included in there but to make a, it dry that's a, a little performance bit issue. That's correct. Because we, yeah. if I want my hair to stay, I want my hair to stay. If it doesn't have that's alcohol, right. in it, we're just wetting it down and yeah. it's feeding the purpose of it. Yeah, I like that's um, right. I like one of the statements that you make too on the on your Davro line is that um, all active ingredients are petrochemical free. Yeah, and you know that that is it. That's a pretty strong statement too because. Yeah. Um, we, we are wanting, we want those claims made on the products that we're using topically. I I think we're still under the illusion that, you know, oh, I'm just using it on my hair or I'm just painting my nails or putting, you know, putting blush on my cheeks or whatever, but we are having to be more conscious of what these products are that we're putting on our skin because there is, there is, there is an effect. There is. Yeah, there is. Well, so, I'm, so what, are some of the, what are some of the other favorites that you have that um, your consumers are telling you, love, love, love this product? Okay, so we've got um, Lux Leave-In Moisturizer. So Lux is one of our treatments. It's a leave-in product. Um, it's pretty much your um, sunscreen for your hair. So it's got um, triple UV activators in it. You apply it to the hair wet and then dry it in which is how I use it, blow dried into the hair. Or you can apply it to the hair dry every day. Um, you know, if someone's going to go for a swim, it's great for swimmers who swim in um, chlorinated pools. Mm. So, you know, for all your blondes out there who tend to sometimes go a little bit it's green. Minor. Or my daughter used to... Um, my daughter used to swim and if she never used to put the product in before she went into the pool, when she'd come out, you know, her hair would always smell of that chlorine. So um, it's very, very good to, it acts like a barrier against chlorine going into the hair. So that's that's an awesome product. So when you go into the beach, when you come out, you know how it's like all it over the, the place. Yeah, well, it's great because if you apply it to the hair dry, go in for a swim, come out, your hair will feel amazing amazing it's a wonderful product it's it's again one of those products that features in the top five at any given time um the other one would be ends repair which is my favorite product mm. so ends repair i'm not sure that i product. pulled that one out of my box yet oh you need to give that one a go yeah so if your hair is feeling um is you know just feels a little bit frizzy or you just want some smoothness in it you this this product you apply dry um, you don't need very much. So you put a little, um, um, I don't know what, maybe not even a dime. A dime, I think, is a, a 10 cents like ours. I'm just looking at John. <laughs> so it's smaller than that, actually. And work it through your through the palms of your hands and then smooth it through your hair and, and just work it through to the ends. On dry and hair. This, on dry hair, yeah. You, Perfect. The, you'd, if you did that to half your head first 
and then looked at the other side, you would see what I'm talking about. And it's one of those products. It's got, it does have um, silicon in it, but it's a silicon that doesn't build up and it's not an oily silicon. So this is a product that once you've rubbed it through your hair, when you've got your little flyaways on your parts, you can like apply that to your root area. Now, oh, a lot of people yes. won't, won't apply products to the root area because they're scared that it'll go um, oily. Yeah. So that you can actually apply that. Perfect. You should try it. I'm surprised I you haven't am. tried I'm that pull, yet. I'm pulling, it out of, I'm pulling it off my shelf and try, trying that one it's next. It's awesome. It's an awesome, oh. awesome product. So now, I, know Lux, a, I know you have a special for us. Um and so uh, even though the, it's an Australian-made product, it's sold in salons, it also can be sold direct to consumers. So any of my listeners can take advantage of it. And we have a USA link right now. Now, if they're not in the USA, what would be the link that they would go to, Mary? And then we'll promote the USA one. Uh, okay. So currently, if anyone's calling from Europe, unfortunately, we can't help you at this stage, although we are going through EU registration at the moment with all our products. So oh, good. Um, we will, yeah, so that's just about done and we'll have product there um, in the next, uh, I'd probably say four months, um, four to five months. So for anyone in Europe, unfortunately, you're just going to have to wait a little bit unless you've got family traveling from Australia to you, um, which a lot of people do. In Australia um, and New Zealand, it's um, davro.com. Perfect. And there's a shop on there, so you can you can shop off there. But in anywhere in Australia, New Zealand, you can find it in salons, and um, you know there's there's lots of places you can get it back home. Here in the US, we do sell our products through um, Birchbox, so you can buy on Birchbox um, uh, online store as well as if you're in New York, you can go into the Soho store and buy it off the shelf there. Oh, perfect. Um, or or you, we do have we do have product on the ground in the US, so we do have a distribution center that can dispatch product from the US. So and that's for all link. those people. Yeah, that's the link yeah, that I have on. Up on my website. So if you go to bonniebonadeo.com uh, slash free dash gift, you'll see that Mary and John are offering a ten percent discount on all of their products, and then you just have to pay for shipping, which may be a yep. little bit more, but that's where the ten percent off is, so that you have a chance to try it. So, um, hmm. go to my website bonniebonadeo.com slash free dash gifts, or you can go to davros.com. D a v r o e. Yep. Dot com. So us.com and take advantage of this and give these products a try. And if it's natural for you, then it's the right thing for the environment. And it's the right thing for us too. Mary, thank you. You've been awesome. I appreciate it. I really do love the packaging line. Thank you. Everything that, um, that you've shared with us today. So thanks for being with us. And one day I'm it's getting my pleasure. Please do. It's a beautiful, one. beautiful country. Thank it you so is. much, Bonnie. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. So um, stay with us see next everyone. week. Yeah, stay with us next week because we have we have Sally Ann Bliss that's going to be joining us. And, you know, uh, she talks a lot about transformation, but it's transformation not only uh, with your body, but also with your skin. And she's going to be bringing um, some non-invasive technology talk to us to be able to let us know how we can get the best results to stay absolutely beautiful and youthful for as long as we possibly can. So take care of your hair, take care of your face, and remember to always be you in beauty. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for listening to Beauty Inside and Out. 
Please join your host, Bonnie Bonadeo, again next Thursday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week.